0: We can't treat Israel like a moment, because Israel, according to God's Word, is a mandate. It's something that we're to be doing, whether there's a war
1: or whether there's not a war.
2: Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Influencers Podcast. I'm Scott Young, and what a delight to have our co-host, Dave Donaldson, not out on assignment, right here with us. Dave, we're so glad that you're a part of today's Influencers Podcast.
1: Thank you, Scott. Great to be back with you. Well, folks, let me just tell you, uh, we have, I believe, uh, one of Heaven's heroes on with us today, Todd Lamphere. uh, Great pastor for many years, chief of staff uh, to Pastor Paula White in the White House, liaison to the agencies. Uh, When the war broke out in Ukraine, Uh, He went there to the front lines, Kiev, while it was getting bombed, provided food to people that were desperate. Hurricane Ian, uh, one of the first to respond, including going to islands that nobody had had even thought about visiting and serving. Uh, Maui, uh, he called me one day and said, Dave, I feel like the Lord's leading me to get on a plane and go help these people that have lost everything because of the fires in Maui. And it's been absolutely incredible how he and his team have been used to serve the churches there. And now Israel, uh, he did the same thing, got on a plane. uh, He mobilized our team there, the City Serve Israel team. And we're gonna hear today, not only about some incredible stories, but also how God is using City Serve Israel, our many partners, Uh, to rally around the nation of Israel uh, that, uh, as you know, was attacked, horrifically attacked uh, by the Hamas. So, Todd, with that said, welcome to the Influence podcast. Dave, Scott, so good to be with the two of you. And uh, thank you for the opportunity
0: to be able to share uh, what uh, uh, what we're able to see, boots on the ground in the southern part of Israel, uh, right on the Gaza border. It was a, uh, an amazing trip. Uh, I believe we have a, a short clip of, uh, of a longer extended video that we would love to be able to show and share and, and let people see what, uh, what happened, what transpired that day. And you'll be able to catch the, the video in its entirety uh, uh, later after this broadcast.
3: Just by the massive siren, I woke up in my bed next to my wife. And after three seconds, I told her, this is something big going on. Be wow. prepared. And we wake up the kids and put them in the shelter at home. On the morning of the 7th of October, at 6.30, something changed. This is my brother standing in front of the gate. And look at the time here. He didn't know that the Hamas would attack the Moshav. And my brother could take a decision to close the gate at 7.51. And two minutes later, they came. So two minutes separate us from being secondary on your oars at those villages that got totally destroyed. White pickup with something like eight Hamas terrorists. The immediately started shooting at me. And we went inside to the Masha. After I got hit, I went to life on this tree. They launched an RPG. Yeah, racket that hit this tree. Wow.
0: So you got hit in the shoulder, yeah. and called your brother. He came picked you up. Come across more terrorists. Something like 20, 30. And
3: they're just firing at you. A massive shooting started on us. My brother got hit. He was screaming. I lay my brother back before we went out. Look at the sniper Oh my God. that wow. put the bullet just above my brother's head.
2: You know, that's an amazing uh, clip. If you are just listening to us, um, it's a video, and uh, it's in the show notes. We'd love you to see the whole—you heard the gunshots. Uh, Todd was there. He met Dr. Gepner. He met Dr. Gepner's brother and family members who were attacked cruelly, um, demonically, on uh, October the 7th by the cruel terroristic forces of Hamas. But Todd, when you were there and you met with Dr. Gepner and the family and people that were affected, what were the feelings that you felt listening to these stories firsthand?
0: You know, Scott, I think there are just really uh, several emotions that uh, that just sort of course through your heart and your soul. And, and the first is just incredible sorrow. Um, and to really hurt with these people, you know, to to weep with those who weep, uh, uh, was was really the first emotion uh, when we got there it was still just so raw um, and I'll be honest when when we went into the kibbutz, uh near uh, near Oz you you'll see in the video uh, some clips there just really I personally wasn't prepared uh, to see the massive amount of blood and the the carnage uh, from that uh, that morning uh, but I, I will tell you you um, I also came away hopeful. They're such a resilient, proud people, and uh, not looking at all for a uh, for a handout. Um, they they are just so proud, uh, but they're also incredibly determined uh, to make sure that this never happens again.
2: What what what? You went right on the heels of the attack. Uh, what was it that took you there? What was the motivation behind your heart to get on a plane and go to a very, some would say dangerous part of the globe?
0: One of the things that I love about CityServe is City Serve's, uh initiatives. And, and one of the 10 initiatives is Israel. And so quite frankly, I was doing what I think uh, anyone in, in CityServe would have done. But it's, we, we have a saying it in, within CityServe, it, it's called the ministry of presence. Mm-hmm. You know, just being able to be there, boots on the ground, let people uh, weep with you. Uh, I, I think that was the greatest encouragement to the people of Enabzur, uh, and, uh, and we actually went to where they were staying. 90% have been displaced from this Moshav that... Uh, Uh, That was attacked, but successfully defended by its civilian defense force, and they just could not believe that a Christian American would actually be boots on the ground, and they could—they just really couldn't wrap their brains around it. Quite frankly, Uh, for some of them, it's the first time they've ever met an evangelical Christian before.
2: So you've just mentioned CityServe. You're the vice president for government relationships for CityServe. Maybe, Dave, there'll be somebody listening, and they just need to know what CityServe is all about. Maybe you can just unpack
1: what CityServe is and how Todd is connected with it. Well, it entirely exists uh, to strengthen and serve the local church so that it can fulfill its mission. And so we do that through a robust uh, Gifts and Kind pipeline. So that's product we get from Amazon, Costco, Home Depot, uh, 30 others. And that's channeled into warehouse hubs like yours, Scott, they're in Sarasota Mm -hmm. and and Todd's uh, in the Orlando area. And then that goes to churches to use to not only meet needs, but also to build a relationship with their neighbors. But we also build the capacity of that church. We want every church to be a dream center Mm. uh, where they're helping people move from dependency to sustainability, Uh, people that are enslaved to drugs and alcohol, set free. And we want them to really experience the love of a church family. And then uh, we resource them through our grant center and through other ways And we work to really build community collaborations with the different sectors. So uh, Todd, uh, he's uh, far more than government relations. I like to call him our uh, Swiss army knife (laughs) Uh, because he he literally uh, seamlessly moves into many different roles and places and has really run point on these disasters and these wars. And so uh, even though, you know, for now he's called government relations, he's, he's really our, uh, I would say, our lead blocker, if you will, in football terms. He's, he's the one that leads, you know, leads the ball through the, uh, th- leads it through the holes and, and then the rest of us follow. And, and so this, what he's doing in Israel uh, is another really profound example of how God uses him. Uh, Todd, uh, share with us specifically how we are serving, uh, the people of Israel. And I know, uh, you also want to, uh, underscore how important it is to get ready to serve these Palestinian families, innocent families, uh, that are going to be evacuated into Egypt and into Southern Israel. Right. So, and thank you for your kind words. Um,
0: when we looked at Israel, uh, I likened it to a pie and it's a great pie it's a big pie and no one person uh, or organization can uh can tackle this pie on its own so what we said is let's take a sliver of the pie let's take a piece of the pie and let's own that and so that's where we started the whole philosophy started with let's let's not be all things to all men let's take a uh Let's take a very pointed, and practical, and personal approach to uh, to Israel. And so, uh, uh, in talking with our executive director for CityServe Israel, Uri Steinberg, he had heard about a uh, a moshav, and a moshav is uh, our equivalency would be an agricultural town. Uh, he had heard of a moshav called Enabzur that uh, had successfully uh, defended itself against the Hamas terrorists. In fact, they were the only Moshov or kibbutz that had no casualties, zero casualties. Mm. And, uh, and I mean, it's really, it's a, it's a made for TV movie. I'm just telling you, it's just the, the bravery, uh, four M16s and a guy holding a rock. And, uh, the, that's what, Defended uh, themselves wow. against uh, these terrorists, and so when we met them, it became apparent that uh, that we needed to pitch our tent with them. So there are a few things that we did. Uh, the first is we met them, we listened to them. What are your needs? Ninety percent are three hours away in the town in a town called Alat. It's the southernmost tip of Israel. So. Uh, it's, uh, uh, they're all in a hotel, uh, you know, family of four family of five family of six in a 220 square foot room. That's all they have. And, uh, ni- uh, 90% are displaced, but 60% of, uh, Israel's produce comes from this region right here. And, uh, so they're not working. Uh, 6,000 Thai workers were uh, sent back home by their government. So literally, uh, uh, these people were in great need. Uh, emotionally, they're wrecked. I mean, when you hear mm-hmm. the stories of being in your safe room uh, for 17 hours, not knowing if, you're, if your uh, husband and, and dad uh, are dead. I mean, this was... Um, The attacks themselves, just to let you know, man, the attacks themselves, the the sirens going off at 630 in the morning, that's normal for them. For 22 years, Mm. uh, they've been hearing these sirens. Now, they are so close. They're three miles from the Gaza uh, border. Uh, They only have 15 seconds to get into their safe room. Every home has a safe room. Every home has a bomb shelter. And uh, that's just normal life for them. Hmm. Uh, so when when the, the alarms went off, um, they they sensed something different. But when they heard the gunshots, when they heard uh, and when they started getting the text messages uh, in WhatsApp, uh, they have a, a community WhatsApp show, they realized um, that they were under attack. And you see in the video, when you see it, they literally had two minutes from the time that they... They decided to close their gates, and when the first shots came from uh, the Hamas terrorists, if not, they would have been uh, like Niraz or Berri or or the other uh, the other kibbutzes that uh, were just decimated by um, uh, uh, by Hamas and in the terrorists. So we wanted to make sure, first of all, that that they were taken care of, and so what we're praying about and what we're asking God to bring in, and he's been so gracious so far is to give a families that need it a stipend through city serve Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the, this, the amount of money is not the, the, the big issue. Uh, it's really the heart that comes behind it. That, that, that says, listen, we're not alone. The world is with us. They're reading the same, uh, uh, media clips and, and they're seeing the same things that the rest of the world saying the pressure that's put on Israel to capitulate or to, or to, uh, to stop the, the, the bombing. And, and so they just need to know that someone's on their side. Mm. And I will tell you that the evangelical community uh, is the greatest supporter uh, of the Israeli people. And so our, our ministry of presence there encouraged them to to you can't even imagine how grateful they were on that but going to their hotel and seeing hmm. that um, man they, they just need the practical things like like washing machines and dryers uh, the hotel doesn't have those so they bought you know three small three small washing machines and two small dryers for 800 people. Well, CityServe came along and said, listen, let's get some more washers and dryers in there. They started just to bring some normality to the kids. They started schooling again. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, but they needed cabinets to be able to put all their material. CityServe took care of that, uh, you know, for them, you know, then, uh, they're obviously uh, doing distance learning now. They're, they're, not, they're not going back to school. So with our partnership with Grand Canyon University, uh, they're, they're uh, uh, refurbishing uh, notebooks and iPads so that uh, each of the, the 400 children um, in this Moshav can, can actually have a notepad to be able to do school.
2: You, you said that you being there was um, life-changing yeah. and to be around these people. Um, how has your life been changed by being there? In what way was it life-changing
0: for you, Todd? Yeah. I think there are several things, and, and I can get emotional on this. We do disaster relief. We We've been in Ukraine. We're still in Ukraine. Uh, whether it's Maui or, or whether it's Florida or Oklahoma disasters. And this is one of the things I think mean God spoke to me the, the clearest on is that disaster relief are about moments, there's a start and then there's an end and shelf life for a, for a disaster is about eight days, you know, and then the rest of the world goes on uh, with, with their life. Once it's out of the news cycle, it's mm-hmm. out of people's hearts and minds. We can't treat Israel like a moment because Israel, according to God's word, is a mandate. It's something that we're to be doing, whether there's a war or whether there's not a war. And But this moment allows us to create momentum that, that turns into this, this uh, amazing opportunity to be able to meet needs. And I've never felt closer to my Jewish brothers and sisters mm-hmm. than I have since this war started. And um, what we want to do is, is, it's real simple. Uh, a lot of people watching this podcast have been to Israel. It's one of the things CityServe does, and it's one of the things we're known for, is taking people to Israel. Um, but you never, you get to see all the sites, and you get to do all, you know, you get to see where Jesus was baptized, and you get to be baptized, you get to see the, the place where the, uh, they say the, the empty tomb is, and those are all amazing things. But we need to rethink the way that we do Israel now, mm-hmm. in going to Israel. See, Israel for us has been about, about taking from Israel. We're going to take from the sites. We're going to glean. And it's great because you go to Israel and the Bible uh, you know, becomes technicolor to you, right? I mean, it's what you it's it's like it pops, the pages of scripture pop. But the only people that we really get to know are the are our our tour guide and and maybe the maybe the bus driver and he's Probably not um, uh, an Israeli, you know. And what we're saying is, listen. And this is what we're, we'll be doing with with City Serve Israel, and 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 that is creating serve projects to send people to the fields to actually, uh, you know, pick lettuce, to pick cub- cucumbers, to do those things that that if we don't do it. Uh, not only are they going to have a, a crisis with the war but they're going to have a crisis from a lack of food and mm. so I, I think it, it shows us that we've got to be uh, we've got to be creative in the way that we uh, we think about going to Israel and uh, I'm confident Israel's going to do what Israel needs to do the resolve the resolve for for uh, uh, not having a two-state solution is is massive with with Israel right now. On on October sixth, there were many of the uh, Israeli people were like, "Well, maybe, you know, we can capitulate, or maybe there's some compromise that needs to happen." On uh, on December, uh, should be on October seventh, uh, there is complete unity that they need to get rid of uh, this terrorist organization called Hamas and. Um, but I also saw this, Scott. I saw, I saw the depravity of the human heart. To see what they did, to see how they treated humanity and how life had no meaning to these terrorists um, really showed me that how evil the heart is and things that you and I just couldn't wrap our brains around. Beheading children, um, raping teenage daughters in front of their fathers, ripping babies out of the wombs—these uh, are things that that I've just never seen that level of depravity. Quite frankly, in in that level of evil, and it's affected the people. I, I believe that the Christian community, the evangelical Christian community has an opportunity like they've never had before to go. And, and, and we know what our end game is. We want everyone to know Jesus, but this isn't about proselytizing. This is about protecting God's people. This is about in, in, in doing that, guess what we're doing? We're living out our faith. Because I can guarantee you, there are people that are scratching their heads. They cannot believe that City Serve actually was boots on the ground right after the war. They they uh, after this attack, they just couldn't believe it. They couldn't believe that Christians would do that. So you know that that old song, "They'll know we're Christians by our love," mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's one of the greatest
1: opportunities that we have. All right, speaking of scratching. Heads, the disciples were scratching their head when uh, Jesus said, "I was hungry, you gave me no food. I was thirsty, you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, you didn't take me in. I was naked, you didn't clothe me." And they're scratching their head and they're saying, "Jesus, we we never saw you hungry, thirsty, you know, a, a stranger." And I believe He was reflecting back to His time as a child when He was a refugee. And he said, as you've done it unto the least of these, these refugees, you've done it unto me. Yeah. And so I love what you're saying, because it's so easy with all of these disasters and wars uh, for compassion fatigue to seep in uh, where the images we see on the screen don't move us. Yeah. They don't penetrate. And as a result, we don't pray. We don't give. And we say, oh, somebody else will do it. Well, I I know that there are those that are listening uh, that have the capacity to give. And we have a, this is a full-fledged strategy to support our brothers and sisters in Israel. uh, But also, as I mentioned, to be ready to show the Palestinians, these families, innocent families, a brand of Christianity they have never experienced, the love and compassion of Jesus in a very tangible way. And so I'm going to really challenge our listeners to not only give to US 100% will go to Israel, uh, but also to forward uh, this podcast on to your family and friends because they need to hear this. Yeah, uh, This is... Yes, Jesus said there's going to be wars and rumors of wars, but do not be alarmed. That's what he said. Do not be alarmed, meaning be prepared, yeah. because these are the greatest opportunities in our lifetime, perhaps in history, for us to show both the Jews and the Arabs uh, the compassion of Jesus. That, you know that, it's, web, uh,
2: that, uh, that website is
0: is City Serve. Uh, U.S. Go ahead, Todd. Uh, Enabzur <coughs> is a biblical town uh, that's uh, recorded in 1 Samuel chapter 30. And it's when David and his 600 men went out to defeat Ziglag. And while they were doing that, the Amalekites came in and, and took all of their wives, their children, uh, their, their cattle, and the, the 600 men uh cried out and wanted to kill david and david says to god god what what do i do he says arise and conquer for you shall fully recover or recover all and they went those 600 men after the amalekites and they stopped listen to this guy they stopped at the valley of Bashur or mm-hmm. modern day Inab-Zor. and absorb mm-hmm. and there was 200 of them said i can't go anymore so they made uh the Valley of Bashur, the, the, uh, the staging ground, the other 400 went on and uh, recovered all, just like God had said, and came back to the Valley of Bashur where the other 200 men were. And, and it, was, it was from that staging ground that, that, that they reunited. We're wanting to make and absorb the staging ground for the Valley of Eshkel, that whole region right there. We have a hub pod model with City and where we uh, we resource a hub that gives to places of distribution or points of distribution, and we're actually making this Moshav, that for the kibbutzes uh, that, uh, that that they just can't go back to their uh, to their kibbutz. It's it's totally burned. It's totally devastated. It's it's ruined, and it needs to be rebuilt. Another way that we like to put it is it needs to be rebirthed. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing. This, uh, this beautiful and Enabzor, has already opened up their, uh, their village to the other kibbutzes that can't go back. But they're just a mile from their, their home. And uh, but give them a safe place to be able to sleep 240 lots, they said, what's ours is yours. <laughs> pretty, pretty biblical, you know, mm-hmm. and what's ours is yours, and you can have it, use it as long as you need. And so uh, we believe that God's directed us uh, at CityServe to be part of uh, these 320 families that will affect, that will positively impact another 350 families around them. And we
2: want to thank you, Todd, for being the hands and the feet, our, our ambassador at large, doing so many things for CityServe. And uh, let me encourage you to practice that generosity. And yeah. This is a season of generosity, to, to do something for somebody else. Um, as Dave talked about Matthew 25, that we see the need, and we don't want it, our hearts to be hardened. Uh, we want our hearts to be soft towards the things that, soften the heart of God and be moved by the things uh, that move the heart of God and it's obvious this has been a miraculous story you you don't drive back terrorists with four rifles in a rock that's the kind of story that came out of the six-day war and there's there's a spirit of God that is working in this land and we want to align with the spirit of God I encourage you to look at the show notes, to see the full video. You'll see Todd there. You'll see the the mortar. You'll see the bullet holes. And uh, you'll see them defending themselves. And that was so good to hear. This was the one place there was not a casualty. But we know, tragically, there were many casualties. And we still continue to pray. And um, somebody should pray as we end this time together for the peace of Jerusalem, for the hostages that still need to come home, and uh, let's just, Todd. Can you just lead us in
0: prayer and just say, God, do a do a, another miracle. Yeah, Father, we thank you for the perfect, for the protection, Father, that you pro, you provided, Father. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, people of Nababsor, God, you were Psalm ninety one all over. Mm-hmm. We thank you for that, God. Yeah, Lord, we know that from what we've heard from reports that, that as bad as it was, it could have been so much worse. God, you you protected them. And God, I'd ask for a few things. First of all, father, I would ask that you would be with the, the beautiful people of Israel. God, make them one heart, one mind, one direction I pray God that you would help them with wisdom according to James 1:5 that you would give the leadership the wisdom to know what to do, how to do it. I pray God that you would you would quiet the uh, the words of the wor- coming from the world that would tell them to do things counter to what they need to do in order to protect their their land. I pray God that you would be with our uh Uh, our administration, our government, that, God, that they wouldn't capitulate, that they wouldn't back down, that they wouldn't compromise, that they wouldn't put pressure on Israel to do uh, things that they shouldn't do, Father. Lord, may we be an ally. I pray, God, for the body of Christ, that we would stand up and arise. God, that we would be counted. Lord, that we would fully understand and believe Genesis 12, 3, where you said that you will bless those who bless Abraham and his offspring. And that you would curse those yeah. who curse them. So, Father, we want, to, we want to fall on the side of blessing. God, we would ask that you would use us. Mm-hmm. May they see something different in us. May they long to know the one whom we know and serve. And, Father, what they've been looking for, may they find in you. And we're going to thank you for what you're doing in Israel now, Father. For this Zionist movement, Father, where those are moving back and getting back in place. God's people going back to God's land. God, may you just hedge them up and protect them. For the hostages, Father, God, protect them supernaturally. No matter where bombs are hitting, may it not hit them. Mm -hmm. Father, wherever bullets are flying, may it not pierce them. And may you reunite them, all of them, 100% to their families, Father. And we're going to say thank you in advance for what you're going to do, Lord. In Jesus' name.
2: Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Todd. And thank you, Dave Donaldson founder of CityServe that didn't start the initiative in Israel on October the 8th. You were there years ahead of time. This is in the heart of CityServe, heart of our founder. We thank you both for just being a part, and all our family, our influencers' family. Uh, Let's be an influence in this uh, day and age. That's what God calls us to be. And for this uh, time together, I'm Scott Young with your co-host, Dave Donaldson, and our guest,
1: Todd Lampier. Thanks for being a part We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Influencers Podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. If you enjoy
2: our content,
1: we would love for you to subscribe and have the opportunity to
2: tune in to future podcasts. You can follow us on all social media platforms at The Influencers Podcast Official. You can stay up to date, hear more inspiring content, and unlock your full potential as an influencer.
1: Remember to use your influence to create lasting change that draws the world closer to Jesus.